Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Good Tuesday morning. This is Dr. McDaniel. I'm a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist in New York City, Midtown Manhattan, and I'm bringing to you all things health-related for women. Thank you for joining me at GYN Corner. Today, I'm going to do just a recap and a conclusion on the POP, P-O-P, that's pelvic organ prolapse. So for the last few days, um, I believe since last week, Tuesday or so, no, actually Monday, since last week, Monday, today is the seventh um, installment on this presentation. So since last week, Monday, uh, I've been talking about the phenomenon or the malady of pelvic organ prolapse. So pelvic organ prolapse in brief is when the pelvic organs, that's the bladder, the uterus, and the rectum, along with their associated urethra, cervix, and the small intestines, that's when those pelvic organs can collapse through the floor of the pelvic muscle. <coughs> Sorry. So uh, prolapse means to fall through or to fall out. So it's basically a herniation through the weakest part of the pelvis and the pelvis um, all of our pelvic organs are contained by a muscular floor it consists of several muscles that attach from the different points of the bony pelvis so from the front the pubic bone around each of those each of the three orifices or openings of the pelvic floor so from the pubic bone around the urethra from the pubic bone and from the outer portion of the the front part of the pelvis around the vaginal vault or opening and from the pubic bone or the sides of the pelvis around the back of the rectum so they attach the bony pelvis uh, around each of those openings and then from the front of the bony pelvis all the way to the back to the small of your back to the um, the sacrum <coughs> or the um, tailbone as people call it so it's a, a trampoline or a floor of muscles that attach all around the bony pelvis from the pubis to the tailbone and um, also grip or hold the openings into the pelvic floor, which is the urethra, the vagina, and the rectum. Any kind of constant stress or pressure on that pelvic muscular floor can weaken the floor and allow for a herniation or a collapse or a prolapse of those muscles through the largest orifice, which is the vagina, through the vaginal vault. We divvy the pelvis into three compartments, the front, the middle, and the back, so the anterior, mid, and the posterior. The bladder and the rectum can fall through, uh, bulging into the vaginal walls from the front and from the back, and the small intestines can fall through and bulge into the back of the vaginal wall also. And to a smaller degree, the urethra the urethra, which is the conduit or the road from the outside environment to the bladder, 
that can also fall into the anterior portion or the front portion of the vaginal wall and it can fall out of its own opening. So you can have the bladder collapse or herniate through, we call that an cystocele. The urethra can also collapse or fall through to a smaller degree, that's called a urethrocele. The uterus and the cervix can fall through, that's called uterine prolapse, and if the uterus falls completely outside of the body, that's called total procedencia, or fourth degree prolapse, and the small intestines can bulge and fall into and out of the vagina, that's called an interocele, and the rectum can do the same, that's a rectocele. You can also have a small amount of a herniation out of the rectal canal or the anal canal itself, and that's also called a rectocele. Um, the uh, herniations can have varying degrees of severity, but it's a third degree or a fourth degree if you can see them pooching out of their respective openings or out of the vagina. And if they're coming completely out without any stress or effort, that's always a fourth degree or the most severe. As I mentioned previously, the things that can cause that are uh, obesity, chronic coughing, chronic heavy lifting, uh, pregnancy, constipation, and vaginal delivery. Those are the most common chronic, repetitive, constant forces on the pelvic floor, intra-abdominal pressure that will cause a weakening of the pelvic muscles and a weakening of the pelvic floor. Um, the treatment is always potentially a pessary, which is a plastic or a silicone or a silastic device that one pushes into the vagina to put support, to push everything up into its proper location, to support its being able to stay there, and to prevent it falling out of the vagina. Catch with pessaries is you do have to clean them regularly, and you have to take them out every night to go to sleep. <clears throat> After that is always surgery, and surgery is just repairing the defect or the weakness of the wall where the respective organs collapse through. So you open the vaginal wall, you identify the herniation of the bladder or of the intestines or the rectum, you ligate or tighten up, sew up that pooching out of those respective herniated sacs, and then you close up the muscles of the pelvic floor that have weakened and collapsed and formed a gap. You close those up, we call that plicating or folding up and sewing them. And then you close up the vaginal wall, remove the excess vaginal skin, because of course the vaginal wall is gonna have excess skin. It's been um, pooched out or ballooned out for a while due to those herniations. So you cut off the excess skin, you sew up the vaginal skin or the vaginal wall, the vaginal mucosa over those herniations and presto, presto, bingo, bango, you're what do they say right as rain or good as new so those are the surgical repairs now sometimes a little extra work will need to be done um, extra support under the urethra to prevent urinary loss once everything is back into the pelvis we call that a, a, a sling a pubic sling or a urethral sling and um, 
sometimes hormone, estrogen, vaginal cream hormone, most often will be needed, uh, will be given to women who have gone through menopause. Now, what I didn't speak about was I did not speak about how to prevent pelvic floor deterioration and prolapse and collapse, and that's because it's difficult to do so. Uh, if if you can prevent obesity, of course, the best thing is not to get uh, not to gain a lot of weight, so you don't have that constant pressure on the floor because of especially belly weight. So try to stay within an, an average or normal range of weight for your height and body build. If you have issues with constipation, sort them out quickly so that, so that you don't have years of constipation, putting chronic pressure on the pelvic floor. If you have um, asthma or um, obstructive lung disease or you're a smoker, stop smoking. Um, get your asthma treated well so you don't have chronic cough issues. If you have stomach acid reflux issues, that can also cause chronic cough. Get that treated so you're not constantly coughing and bearing down. Pregnancy, there's nothing we can do about pregnancy. If you want children, most, the easiest way is usually to get pregnant yourself. So pregnancy is one that we can't avoid uh, if we want children. Um, but staying within the weight guidelines for pregnancy is best so that you don't have um, diabetes of pregnancy, gain a lot of excess weight with the pregnancies, your compounding matters. And then, uh, unlike me, one of my four kids is nine pounds, five ounces. But unlike me, um, try to stay within the proper weight so that you don't have a huge baby, nine to ten pound baby. <laughs> Some things we can't avoid. So those are the potential ways to prevent pelvic organ prolapse. One way that a lot of people think of after they've started having prolapse is what we call Kegel exercises. And Kegel exercises are just imagining or pretending that you have to use the restroom and you're holding your urine um, or you have to have a bowel movement and, and maybe have diarrhea or it's pushing out. You're holding everything as tightly in your body as possible until you can make it to the restroom. So that's what a Kegel is. It's tightening those pelvic floor muscles. And if you pretend you have to urinate or go number two and you're tightening the muscles so that nothing comes out, then that's going to help strengthen that pelvic muscle. Of course, the best time to do that is before there's an issue with it. So while you're in your 20s and 30s, uh, just whenever it crosses your mind throughout the day, tighten those muscles up as much as strongly as you can until it almost hurts. Hold it for as long as you can, at least 10 to 15 seconds is ideal. Through, do that throughout the day as much as possible. When you're pregnant, you want to do that throughout the day as much as possible. That will help to strengthen and tighten those muscles before they've actually become a problem. <clears throat> so I hope that's been a helpful recap on pop pelvic organ prolapse uh, or the weakening herniation and um, collapse of our pelvic organs, which hopefully we can avoid and um, everyone who's watched the presentations can avoid with that information as a, a heads up. So thank you for joining me. This is Dr. McDaniel. I'm a board certified obstetrician gynecologist, Midtown Manhattan. Check out our office website if you're in the tri-state area and you'd like to come by. It's midtowngyn.com. 
and um, please like subscribe uh, follow you'll get heads up on the presentations when they're being presented what the topics will be and um, please make comments if you like the topic or you want to hear more about it or if you have a suggestion for a topic I'd love to get suggestions for new ideas so that I can present what people want to hear and uh, join me on the YouTube channel there's only 11 subscribers thank you very much to those 11 I just checked today there's 11 subscribers on the YouTube so please subscribe you get the heads up on the YouTube and um, everything's really nicely delineated topics and titles so you can just kind of jump around pick and choose what you want to uh, listen to there's over a hundred there's about 138 topics now presentations and if you have a commute listen to me on uh, the radio of the 21st century which is podcast we're on um, eight platforms Google podcasts Apple iTunes Spotify and anchor and a few more so please check out the podcast follow on the YouTube subscribe on the Facebook live presentations thanks again for joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner, all things health-related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.